This teaching on the final judgment that we hear in today's Feast of Christ the King shows us the, the way in which God governs, in, in which God reigns as a king. You know, God doesn't govern impatiently by constantly micromanaging every circumstance of our lives, but he reminds us that we are ultimately accountable to him, that he will render justice in the end, and, and he will address all the things that are wrong in, in, in our world. Now, a particular point of judgment is whether we have loved others or not. St. John of the Cross said, based on this passage, in the evening of life, we will be judged according to love. That's the standard, how we loved or how we have failed to love others. And this particular account, uh, in the way the Lord says this in this apocalyptic discourse, is emphasizing one aspect, that in, in loving the least of Christ's brethren, we are loving Jesus. So Christ considers that what you do for other members of his mystical body, you do it to him. He might remember what he said to Saul on the way to Damascus, for example. He says, Saul, why are you persecuting me? If Saul was persecuting Christians, and again, whatever he, someone does to his disciples, you it's done unto Jesus himself. So that's the special emphasis of this passage. You know, you always obviously want to interpret it also in the light of other passages in the New Testament. For example, uh, that there is a commandment to honor father and mother, and you, and you have a, we all have a special responsibility over those directly entrusted to us. At the same time, you know, we have the parable of the Good Samaritan. So the Lord shows us there that whenever you are the only person available to help someone in dire need, you cannot abandon that person, whether that's a fellow Christian or, or not. But here, Jesus is highlighting that we have a special responsibility over one another in his mystical body. He's highlighting that love is of crucial importance, that we need to love God and to love others to become the ones we are meant to be. We need to love others through words and actions, not just as an idea or some, some affection in our, in, our, in our emotions. And also in our times, because of the culture we live in, it's also important to remember that loving means to help other people in what is truly good for them. Keeping in, you know, keep in mind that alongside the material works of mercy that are listed here, the church has always understood that there are also spiritual works of mercy, encouraging other people in the path of faith, evangelizing, providing good example, supporting those who are tempted. Those are also works of love. And how do we know that? Well, those were the kinds of loving actions that Jesus performed all the time. For the most part, if you think of it, Jesus practiced spiritual works of mercy. Yes, he healed the sick, he multiplied the loaves of bread, but primarily he preached, he encouraged, he, he um, called people to faith. So obviously he's thinking of both kinds of love. So now bringing it to your own reality, to your own daily life, in what ways is the Lord encouraging you to love other people around you? For this meditation, you can take these two steps. Think of concrete loving actions you could do for others this week 
And imagine the Lord acknowledging that in the end, on the final day, all that you did for him in loving those people. 